say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey there, it's Audrey, producer at Spike and Crown Studios. Now's your chance to support a 3D animated horror film and get some awesome rewards in return. Check out spikeandcrown.com and visit our Kickstarter to make a pledge. You'll get our cutest dog, Sancho, the heroic basset hound, in full plush form. He's super cuddly, has a magnet nose, and comes with a real pet collar. Best of all, you can get producer credit, limited edition trading pins, digital collectibles, and much, much more. Check us out at spikeandcrown.com. That's S-P-I-K-E-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-N. There's a link at the top so you can visit our Kickstarter page, watch the trailer, claim these amazing rewards, and become a horror film producer. Isn't that cool? Once again, it's spikeandcrown.com, and we're live on Kickstarter. Darkcast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. it's hump day it is hump day happy hump day what's going on with you trying to find some work have you been writing i feel like you used to hustle at freelance writing have you been doing that Uh uh-uh. i actually um i'm on this you know freelancers platform yesterday i started looking um today i submitted a few job proposals to people looking for writers so I think I did two or three. So, yeah, I have to start doing that again. I don't really like using that one because, like, a lot of it is a bunch of lowballers. You know, people want to pay you one cent a word to write a thousand words. A cent? Oh, my God. Exactly. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not accepting that. Like, that's not, that's not what I do. So I'm um, looking for some... Some project work because I need it because the holidays are coming up and I also have bills to pay. So. Yeah. Fuck, fuck bills. Fuck the man. Damn the man. Damn the man. Um, yeah. So that's awesome and not fun. And, you know, well, that's that's usually the most stressful part of the year and month is when bills are due and holidays and or birthdays. And then, like, you have to have money. Exactly. You <laughs> yep. have to have money to live. You have to have money to live. Tell your friends to listen to our podcast so we can get money to live. <laughs> yes, we need money to live. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. I don't remember. So you said you've been looking for work. I, yeah, well, yeah, yesterday I was like, let me go on here. Like this, the one, it's like literally the place that I'm like, 
I don't like dealing with people who, you know, don't want to pay for the work that is done. Have you been able to find any other platforms where people are paying more fairly? Mm. Uh, I'm just in a mood. I'm in a mood. I, I'm just... Yeah, what's happening? What's I had to take an anxiety on? pill. You had to take an anxiety pill this morning? Yeah. Oh, no. No, I'm going to start crying. So I lost the election. Uh, I did not win as of 2 a.m. today. 2 a.m.? Are they, they're just, I feel like they should still be counting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I guess so, maybe. I don't know. But as of 2 a.m. this morning, those were the results. I didn't win. Um, whatever. 2 a.m.? You were up at 2 a.m.? No, no, oh. no. no. <laughs> Unfortunately, I woke up to someone telling me that they were sad that I didn't win. And so then I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't win. Um, I checked the results and I, in fact, is like, have 19% of the vote and another person has 20%. And it's just, um, it, it is what it is. And everyone's like, what, are you serious? And just like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, I'm already, I'm sad. I'm disappointed. Um, but I just have to shake the shit off and move on. But I, I, I'm like, politics. fucking politics, bro. Like, I didn't want to be a politician. I'm not a politician. <laughs> but I feel like I am a politician. Like, you know, I was like, okay, it's because I'm a black woman. Is that why? But, I mean, I got over 500. I got over 500 votes, which is great. Um, I voted for you. Thank you. A lot of people are like, what are you talking about? I voted for you. I'm like, thank you. But... Last night when I went to bed, I was I was winning. Oh, okay. I was I was I was in. You were like, ahead. I was ahead last night when I went to sleep, and then I woke up this morning, and then you know, my heart was broken, and then I've just been sad all morning. And of course, we're recording today, but this <laughs> is news, right? Uh, uh, uh. And it's just—I mean, it's the school board, and I just felt like, oh, you know, I was really in my groove, and. I felt like I was making a difference. And I think that a lot of people. Oh, it's a bunch of old people that, that vote. Like you know, I went to drop off my ballot yesterday and I like dropped it in the thing. And I looked at this one guy's ballot and like he voted for the president that's been there for like 20 some odd years and no one else. He didn't vote for anybody else. He just voted what president? for Mario. Oh, he voted for he didn't vote for anybody else i saw his ballot i was like wow yeah okay like you can vote for three people bro but okay that's fine um like i was the only person that pulled up like right i i shouldn't have but anyway um i was the only one that put like campaign signs and i had flyers printed out and i gave some out i should have probably done more with like being outside and like campaigning, but that's weird. You shake hands. <laughs> yeah, you have to do that. But I was just like, I don't think I want to do that. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And I'm meant to be doing other things, like working on this podcast with you guys. So thanks for the virtual hug. Yeah, I love you, and um, I'm Sunny Hepburn, <laughs> and I'm Brandy Flakes, and this is Book, Book of Lies. Lies. The podcast. It's Bolt Bitches. So this one motherfucker says to me on Saturday, he's like, oh, hey, I found your podcast. This one motherfucker. I mean, he could be a nice guy. Who knows what he voted for? But he was, oh, I found your podcast. And I was like, oh, really? He was like, yeah, I was trying to see if I should vote for you or not. 
And I was just like, mm, no, okay. No, he's going to listen to this and hear you call I, him a motherfucker. <laughs> well, if you voted, you're not a motherfucker. If you didn't, you're the motherfucker. Like, like you know me. You have my phone number. Like, you could, like, have a conversation with me. You don't have to Google me. Like, I, my searches were up. Anytime I went on, like, LinkedIn, people were, like, I would see people looking at my profile who I didn't know. Huh. Like, just, like, or local. It's all good. Like, oh, do, do your research. Do your fucking research. Yeah. That's how I um I was googling the people that were running for um for the judges. Yeah, I was googling them. Good. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't voting for some asshole judge that just be throwing the book at everybody for anything. <sighs> you, I mean, you definitely have to do your research. My neighbor was sad. She's like, you're you're a really decent person. Like uh-huh. maybe people just didn't know like you enough or like know who you were and like know your name or whatever. And I was like, hey, it is what it is. I could be doing other um, things. Um, excuse me, I'm famous. Uh, don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? But um, say la vie. I'll find out hopefully this week, like what the details are, like when I vacate my position. The change of power or whatever. Yeah. So, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Connect with us if you aren't. Oh, my God. I don't even know if I want people to follow us on Twitter. Have you been reading? I've been reading. I went and got my car service yesterday and I read this article about the the fucking um what's that fool's name? Elon Musk. The Musk regime. Like he just went in there and fired a bunch of people, like just cut heads. Pick who needs to be here, fired a bunch of people. Then they're like, oops, my bad. Yeah. Do you guys want to come back? And then they're like, it is it's it's a shit show. It's a shit show over yeah. there. And like I've been watching our followers dwindle. Like I'm like, people follow us all the time. But like our like Twitter, it's it's people are leaving Twitter. It's a mass exodus, yeah. And um, it's kind of scary out there. But hey, if you're still on there, follow us there. Book of Lies Pod on Instagram or Facebook. Book of Lies Podcast. We have a website, bookofliespodcast.com. Um, check out this Kickstarter uh, for the Sancho plushie for the House of La Mancha. So the House of La Mancha is something I've been keeping a secret and been sitting on. I'm in the movies too. I told them I'm fucking famous. Nobody knows. Nobody respects my gangster. <laughs> so I am a part of Spike and Crown Studios, who is currently producing an animated horror film. They're just launching the movie and you know bringing people into the story and doing a crowdfunding type approach to production. And they're giving everybody an opportunity to be a part of that production, get IMDb credit, get a cute little dog, get NFTs. So weird. But um, check out the Kickstarter. I'll put the promo in there. and You guys could check that out. That would be awesome, Swoss. Are you watching anything new this week? Uh, Actually, I watched Elvis. Oh. I um, actually enjoyed it. I didn't know Tom Hanks was in it. (laughs) Who is he? Elvis' daddy? His manager so the story is about elvis and his relationship with his manager that he was was his manager for 20 years until elvis died basically oh and apparently he was financially abusing him like oh he was fucking with his money he was basically putting him into contracts and pimping him out and where he couldn't like he couldn't you know basically he controlled he he couldn't he never went like he never did an international tour Okay. He only stayed in the United States, and like that, when he was had his residency in Vegas, uh-huh. he locked him into this residency for five years. Jesus, uh-huh. and he couldn't do anything else and except he, the residency. That exactly right. Ooh. 
and like he did a um a tele telecast concert you know that was broadcast internationally and so people did get to see him you know around the world but he never got to leave the country because he was locked into this fucking contract oh wow he wanted to go you know he wanted to go to japan he wanted to go to europe he wanted to but he couldn't mm. and uh, apparently his the manager um um so the elvis movie you recommend um yeah i mean you know i i you liked it. So you enjoyed I watched it. it. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna like it. I didn't because I was like Elvis, blah, same, whatever. Same, same, same. But like, I didn't know that he grew up in an all black neighborhood, and that he was like li- literally like inspired by like black artists. Like okay. I knew, you know, we knew that he did black music and made money off of it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that he like he grew up in the hood. Oh, okay. I had no idea. <laughs> exactly. I, I know nothing about Elvis. Exactly. So I was like, okay, um, all right. I, I, my uh, opinion has been slightly altered okay. about Elvis. Yeah. We are for it. Cool. So I finally made it back into the movie theaters. Oh, yeah. My husband took me out on a date. How was that? Um, it was not bad at all. Like, you know, you get to pick your seats. I'm sure there's been theaters that have done that, but yeah. that's just the thing. Pick your seats. Yeah. Cool. There wasn't a lot of people in there, but since we, we, he wanted to be right in the middle, there were people around us. In the middle of what? The movie theater, like to see the movie. Okay. So we saw Black Adam with The Rock. Mm-hmm. And, um... Did you like it? How was it? I loved it. I know you said that there was a character in there that was worthless or useless or whatever. That, but... Oh, um, he was, he was the klutz. He was the, um, the Adam, Adam Crusher or whatever. That was his name, Adam Crusher. Um, he was just a klutz. Like, he he was a klutz. Okay. And he just fucked up shit. But I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I haven't been to theaters in forever, so it was really nice to see that. And then to see The Rock and his attitude, like, you know, and he was fucking stacked. God, I was like, look at these trapezius. Look at those traps. He's a straight monster. He's a monster. And um, okay. it, was, it was a really good, we, we really enjoyed it. Um, your boy was in there, the guy who plays Young on Young Rock, the the college Young Rock. Uh-huh. He was in there. <laughs> I was like, oh, that dude from Young Rock. Uh, it was really good. I liked Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Bronson. Brosnan. Brosnan. He was in there. I was like, did they give him those liver spots? Like, because I feel like he keeps it tight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they made him look like an old man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he keeps it tight. Um liver spots. Yes. So it was really good. I really enjoyed going to the movies and seeing Black Adam. I suggest you guys see it too. It's a really good time. I don't want to ruin that for anybody. <sighs> what else? I don't know. Brandy, what are we talking about today? <laughs> okay. Cut to the chase. Um, so I was like looking up, you know, stuff or whatever and there was a movie that came out in 1994 called Princess Caribou. I remember Princess Caribou. I never watched it. Okay. Um, but I was, I don't know how the hell I came, even, came across this, but I was like, oh, okay, this is weird. So I was like, let me, you know, I looked, looked into it and like, it's the same story all over the internet. So I guess like there's only this, this version yeah, we're talking today about this woman by the name of Mary Baker. 
who is also known as Princess Caribou. Okay. Did you watch the movie? I don't know. It sounds very familiar. So it starts I'm not Phoebe sure. Cates and Kevin Klein. I remember seeing the like you know the um, commercials for it. Yeah, right? the, the trailers. And I remember everything. that. I don't know if I actually watch it, but I remember Phoebe Cates. Yeah, Phoebe Cates. Okay, so Mary Wilcox Baker um, is presumed to have been born on November eleventh, seventeen ninety two. And 1792. 1792. Okay. On April 3rd, 1817, she was found wandering in the countryside of Almondsbury in Gloucestershire, England. And for all intents and purposes, she was, you know, an attractive woman. She was a little petite, five foot two, and she was wearing a black shawl wrapped around her head like a turban. And, like, exotic-looking clothes. And she was just muttering gibberish. Okay. Oh, she doesn't speak English, right? And she's just... Uh, she was speaking some something. I, maybe I have seen this. Okay, let's keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, she was found by a cobbler. And um, he, you know, took her home. And he and his wife couldn't understand what the fuck she was saying. So, they're like, um, mm, let's take her over here. So they took her to this person who was called the overseer of the poor, who, you know, I guess, I don't know, they used to round up poor people at the time and, like, do something with them, I guess. Jail them. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> because they took her to the magistrate from the overseer of the poor. The county magistrate's name was Sam Samuel Worrell. And... They couldn't understand her either. And they were like, okay, you know what? We're just going to have to figure this out. So they did learn that she call her, called herself Caribou. And she, I guess, had an interest in like Chinese imagery. I don't know if they had, you know, like paintings or China or something that had Chinese drawings or whatever on it. But she was interested in it. Like, you know, like she, it was familiar to her. Okay. She took a liking to it. Uh-huh. A familiarity. Right. So they took her to an inn, and there was a drawing, I guess, I don't know where, on the wall, on her table, somewhere that was a pineapple, and she was calling it Nana's. The word Nana's is pineapple in Indonesian. She was, you know, being strange. She um, wanted to sleep on the floor. She, you know, just was acting bizarrely, like not of their, 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 not what they were accustomed to. Right. So they decided that she was a beggar and that she needed to go to jail. Wow. <laughs> For vagrancy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what they did. Oh, you're a beggar. You're going to jail. Like Streeple. we're just going to push you in jail just cause you're, you're, you you do not have, you know, a job or a place to live or something fucking shit. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. really stupid. You don't arrest people for being homeless, but whatever. So they took her to jail. Some guy appears. He's a, a Portuguese sailor by the name of Manuel Aneso. And he appeared to speak her language. He understood what she was saying. And he translated for her to these, these people. And it turns out that she's a princess. Oh, she's Jesus. Princess Caribou from the island of Javasu in the <laughs> Indian Ocean. That sounds so familiar. And she had been captured by pirates 
And she escaped them by jumping overboard and swimming to shore. Wow. And so she's Javasu royalty. And is Javasu a place? No, there's no place. Got it. No such place. Mm, okay. <laughs> she is royalty from Javasu. And so she gets out of prison. They take her out of prison and they, you know, they basically treat her like a, a, a foreign diplomat. Mm. So they provide her with, you know, lodging. They even get her to sit for a portrait by some artist. And she continues speaking gibberish. She has a, um, she even has her own like alphabet or whatever, her own dialect, alphabet, something, whatever. She prayed to a god called Allah Tala. Allah Tala. Allah Tala, which in Islam is um, Allah the Exalted. But that was the god that she prayed to. And um, she stayed with the worlds for 10 weeks. She did know how to use a bow and arrow, and she fenced apparently with a, a sword that was dipped in poison for some fucking reason. And she swam naked in the lake, which, you know, the British did what? Clutch your pearls! Clutch your fucking pearls! <laughs> like, she is naked, why? Ah! And <laughs> they, you know, she... She, I guess, introduced her customs to them. Hmm. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. She managed to get, or they got her, I don't know. It says she acquired exotic clothing. And, um, you know, so she would wear stuff that wasn't well known to the British at the time. The people of Almondsbury. She, okay, so her story became known, you know, across the country. And people would come and talk to her and or talk to him the 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 portuguese sailor guy about her or whatever and like people were writing about it and like her story was getting out okay 
and she was becoming well known. Right. And and were... There's a photo of her, you know, in this in the newspapers and everything. So people who know her are seeing her picture, knowing that she's not who she says she is, or she's not. Pre- she's... Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Are you telling me she's pretending? <laughs> well, <laughs> people like before, you know, before because she became famous, you know, around there for being this foreign woman from Javasu, whatever. But there's people, there are scholars who are like, yes, everything she's saying is authentic. They authenticate her fake language writing. They, um, nobody's ever heard of Javasu, but they're like, yes, she is from Javasu. Like, what are you talking about? Of course. Because, you know, heaven forbid anybody should call her out, right? So there were people, people, professional scholars saying, yes, this is, her story is true. And she must be, you know, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Dumb. Okay, apparently she had some sort of, I don't know, scars, marks on the back of her head that some some person, one of the people who, uh, you know, basically tried to verify her authenticity, uh, said, yes, the work, the, the marks on the back of her head are the work of oriental surgeons. I don't even know, like, where this comes from, but <laughs> that's what he said. So she so, had marks on the back of her head. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she bumped her head. I have no idea. But they were, you know, publishing stories about her and all this stuff. So one day, some woman comes forward and is like, that bitch is not Princess Caribou from Javasu. I am. That's Mary Baker. Oh. I know that bitch. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did say her name's Mary Baker. <laughs> <laughs> I know her. She's Mary Baker. Oh, God. So this woman, by the name of Mrs. Neal, who was a keeper of a boarding house goes and tells them that this person is Mary Wilcox. Well, yeah, Mary Wilcox Baker. She's Mary Wilcox and she's a cobbler's daughter from Witheridge, Devon. And she was a servant girl around England, but couldn't find a place to stay. And that the odd marks on her head were scars from a crude cupping operation in a poorhouse hospital in London. I don't know what a cupping operation is. It's, you know, cupping, what they do to the athletes when they put the, the things on them. The, I know. don't think that's what that is back then in the 1700s. Okay. I think that's something else because an operation. So the newspapers started making fun of the people of Almondsbury because they believed this story. And they were like, oh, yeah, this, these, these people are dumb. They got duped by this poor bitch from fucking uh, wherever, Witheridge, Devon. And they're idiots. And they should have known better. And, you know, uh, just not v- being very nice to the people, you know, mm-hmm. the middle class of the place. Um, but they didn't, they didn't ostracize her or cast her out of, out of the city or the town or whatever. Instead, Mrs. Worrell decided that she should go to America. So she arranged for Mary Wilcox to travel to Philadelphia. And on June 28th, 1817, she came to the United States. Uh, it wasn't the United States at that time, but she came over here. <laughs> to, uh, the wait, Amer- it is. It to the, the Americas. States. No, it was the United States. Because um, it was 1817, so yeah. By that time, there was the United States. She stayed until uh, 
1824. So she stayed here a while. On September 13th, 1817, a letter was printed in the Bristol Journal, allegedly from Sir Hudson Lowe. I don't know who that is, but apparently he was the official in charge of Napoleon, who by this time had been exiled from, from France because, you know, he was a fucking dictator. Whatever. <laughs> and He's a dictator or whatever. I don't know. He's a dictator and, you know, uh, he lost the war. And so um, they were saying that she, you know, had basically met with him. She had met Napoleon, Princess Caribou. Had met Napoleon. She basically, like, on, on her way to the United States, she managed to get into, like, a dinghy and cut the dinghy off the boat and rode the boat over to where he was in St. Helena, and that's where she met Napoleon. I don't know. Crazy story. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And she um, continued to pretend to be Princess Caribou while she was here in the United States. (laughs) She managed to somehow get on stage like, you know, as as a I guess I'm not a sideshow. I guess it's an attraction. Mm-hmm. This is Princess Caribou. Blah. But nobody cared. So <laughs> she, she wasn't successful in her pretending to be Princess Caribou on stage. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. I'm sorry. Uh, she was, she, her last contact with the world was in a letter from New York in November of 1817. And she, it says in which she complained of her notoriety And she appears to have returned to Philadelphia until um, she left for England in 1824. So she goes back to Britain and again, she's pretending to be like, you know, she's exhibiting herself as Princess Caribou. Of course. So, you know, I'm Princess Caribou. I don't know if she's still speaking in gibberish or not, but she started speaking English as soon as they discovered that she wasn't who she said she was. She right. started speaking perfect fucking English. Well, it's not like she forgot how to speak English. No, but, you know, if you're going to stick to your story, stick to your story. And don't start speaking English to me when you've been t- saying blah, 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 yada, yada, blue, blue, blue to me this whole time. Like, what? <sighs> stick to it, sister. Hey, man, be a character act. I mean, be a, uh, what do they call it? Go, go method on them. You will refer to me as Princess Caribou only? And nothing else. Nothing else. <sighs> so, yeah, she she tried. She tried to be Princess Caribou, but nobody was interested anymore. So she got married and made a, a, a living for herself selling leeches to hospitals. Selling what? Leeches. Leeches. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, they have... That, at the time, bloodletting was a thing that they do, and they would yeah. le- put leeches on you. So yeah. that's she would sell leeches to hospitals. Where do you get leeches from? Like the pond? lakes, <laughs> yeah, water waterways, lakes. She um, went. She moved in 1828. She was living as a widow in Bedminster under the name Mary Burgess. Um, but that was the name of one of her cousins, so who the fuck knows? And then she married Richard Baker, who, which is why her name is Mary Baker. She have a daughter, had a daughter named Mary Ann, and uh, you know she started selling leeches to the hospitals, whatever. And in December, on December twenty fourth, eighteen sixty four, on Christmas Eve, she fucking fell and died. What? <laughs> yeah, she fell. Where did she fall? It says she died from a fall. I don't know. 
She fell and she died. She fell off a bridge? She fell and bumped her head, probably. But she died, and she was buried in Hebron Road Cemetery in Bristol. Her daughter continued her leech-selling business. And she lived alone in a house full of cats until she died in a fire on February 1900. So that's the story of Princess Caribou. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> She fell and died. She fell and died. She bumped her head and died. So one of my board members says, do not say you lost until the top says official final results. When I ran, I was in last place from voting day up until December 3rd when it said official final results. They count the in-person voting first, then all the mail-in ballots. Technically, you haven't lost yet. They have 30 days from election day to certify, so you haven't lost yet. I'm hoping you come through and take it all. Who's in bed? Dwayne. Who's Dwayne? He's one of our board members. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's what I'm like. They're still counting. So they can't, you know, it's not a, it does have to be certified. <laughs> what are you doing? If I just had an emotional day for nothing, I'm like, seriously? Like, seriously? Oh, well. Politics, man. Fucking, like, <laughs> I don't want to be a politician. All right. Maybe there's still hope. They're still counting, so, you know. Yeah. Because the mail-in ballots, I mailed mine. You mailed yours? Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, I mailed it last week, so it's already there, but... But they don't count them until after the election? They don't count them until... They count the all the ones... See... <sighs> they count the ones that are put in at the ballots, mm-hmm. but not the ones that are sent in the mail. Until after they count the in-person ballots, I guess. I don't know. Because they can't open the ballots until election night anyway. So, oh. like, we mailed them in early, but they're just sitting there. They're not, they oh. haven't been opened yet. I dropped mine in the thing. I was like, here, take it. Okay, maybe there's still hope. Maybe there's still hope. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I still feel sad. But, um, Princess motherfucking Caribou. Yep, Princess Caribou. Did you actually watch the movie? No. I said I've never seen it. (laughs) I've never seen this movie. So this just came across. But the movie, you know, of course they fictionalize and dramatize a lot of it for for entertainment's value. Because, oh, I forgot to mention, they did, they threw her a ball while she was at, whatchamacallit, they did throw her a ball there. I remember seeing that scene, like, distinctly on the trailers where she was, like, wearing a crown and dancing with Kevin Klein or whatever. I was like, this looks dumb. But, um... So, yeah. <sighs> Weirdos. <clears throat> Indeed. I don't know, man. Like, I don't I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. I don't like it at all. Which feeling? The feeling of... The, fe- the, the feeling defeat? of... Defeat? Defeat? Disappointment? What? Disappointment. Um... That, like, oh, I still have to wait to get a final answer. <laughs> the anticipation. <laughs> yeah, I have three expulsions tonight. I was like, fuck these kids. I ain't going out there. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, my gosh. You know what? So, I wanted to feel better this morning, and I watched fucking uh, the Weird Al story. The Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic. I still haven't seen that yet. On Roku uh-huh. with fucking Daniel Radcliffe. 
Um, he's got a little body yadi on him. I'm like, yes, I was like, you are. <laughs> he has a little body yadi on him, and I was like, Harry Potter, stop! <laughs> oh god, that movie's ridiculous. Uh, one of the producers is Funny or Die, uh-huh. so it's like, a, oh no way, this movie is an over exaggerated. You know, truth, weird owls in it. It was entertaining, but it's ridiculous. You grew up in Linwood. Did you know that? Weird Al? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. In Linwood, California. That's funny. No, I had no idea, but the movie was ridiculous. It was funny. Um, fucking Jack Black is in it. Quinta Burton's in it. Um, Brunson. Brunson. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Quinta Burton? <laughs> you, Tim Burton's sister. Hello. <laughs> Quinta, uh, she's in it. There's a lot of um, Rachel Evan Wood plays Madonna, and she's a psycho. <laughs> Evan Rachel Wood, but okay. What did I call her? Rachel Evan Wood. Yeah, my so listen. <laughs> You're speaking in uh, backwards. <sighs> my life is just all all over the place right now, so I just don't know. But um, that was a I good time you. on on the Roku channel. Yeah. Um, I've seen it up there. I just haven't watched it yet. Me neither. And honestly, I, I have been watch, just looking at it. I'm like, I'm not going to watch this. And then this morning, I was like, I just need something. I just need to watch something. And I watched it, and it was pretty funny. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but it was absolutely... It was funny. <laughs> All right, then. Um, it, it's a good time. Um, other than that, Brandy, anything you want to tell our listeners? Hello, listeners. Oh, my gosh. How... How are you guys? You guys are here with us, aren't you? Hello. 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 How are you guys doing? (laughs) Glad you're here. We love you, patrons. You guys are the best. I will release something special for you this month and get that on the feed. We need to do our our tea Tea time. time. For sure. We need to do that. Tea time. I'll really talk shit on the tea time. I'll let you guys know when that's coming up. Um, Do you have a thumbs up for the week? Thumbs up for the week. Okay, so I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but it's na- it's November, which is NaNoWriMo. And I have put some words down. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, I'm like, yeah, every every year I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to publish this story, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, shit just happens and it doesn't happen. Like, I have too many ideas and not enough time or... I don't know, whatever the hell you call it, to just, like, focus. I need some, I need some Ritalin. I need some fucking Adderall. Somebody give me a prescription so I can get some fucking... I got something that you could try. Behavior meds. (laughs) I got something you could try. (laughs) (sighs) So, you know, it's now Rimo. I'm trying. I'm doing my best. Um, I have distractions, of course, so... I am a distracted bitch, and, um... But yeah, so NaNoWriMo is in full effect. Uh, that's about it. What's your, do you have a thumbs up? What's your thumbs up? My thumbs up is that we are all breathing. It could all be worse. It, yeah, things could be worse. Things could be a lot worse. Let's just be. But um, they're pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> 
the holidays are coming up so just let, let's 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 all make a pledge to not buy anything and <laughs> just like look I'm, i might have to people out... get people are getting weed for hollow for for christmas for me i'm telling you i'm i believe this year is going to be another year of crocheted items for everybody i'm giving people weed like... <laughs> your mother doesn't doesn't want weed <laughs> So what? She's getting it. I was like, Mom, come look at my plants. She was like, oh, okay. You're like, this is your Christmas present. Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad. Right here, sister. There's this chick in my um my my weed growing group. And uh, she was like harvesting her plants. And she lives like, up in Berkeley in the Bay. And she had like 20 plants growing outside. And she was harvesting it. And I was like, dang, like how long does that last you? And she's like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't consume it. I just grow it for my husband and my kids. And I was like, you're the best mom ever. Yeah. What? I'm not going through all that effort. Because it is. It's a lot of effort. It, it, lots, she had lots of plants. Uh-huh. And was like doing all the harvesting and stuff. For that. that was my, my first grow. I got my seeds from her. Oh, okay. And so I still have some of the seeds. Um, and those aren't the ones that you're growing right now. Those are not the ones I'm growing right now. The ones I'm growing right now, I ordered them from someplace in Oregon like two years ago or a year ago. Uh. And um, I was trying to grow one, and this was finally the, the successful one. I actually grew the one that I grew outside. Those are clones from it. So I just took clones off of it, mm. and then I was able to root them and grow them to, you know, completion uh-huh. to, to harvest. Um, but yeah. Some strain from Oregon. It Remember when your baby daddy seat. was growing weeds in the closet? Yeah. In your apartment? I do. And you're like, ugh, growing weeds is too much. There's bugs and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, gnats. There was gnats all over, but I didn't get gnats because he probably used something. I don't know. I never got gnats. I don't know. But it was gross. Gnats are disgusting. <laughs> they were fucking everywhere. It's gross. I feel like they come in the Miracle Grow. Like when you use Miracle Grow. Um, oh yeah, they do. That's where the gnats come from. They um, it leaves their eggs. They grow. They yeah, they come in. I mean, it's not just Miracle Grow. It's like all all those potting soils. Yeah, all those planting soils. Like I remember. Well, I remember last year when I was growing, um, you know, vegetables and stuff. I went in the Dollar General and got some dirt, mm-hmm. and there was gnats all uh. in that all in that in section i was like god damn like yeah, they were all over the bags and stuff but i was like i need dirt so you know i mean if you put them outside then it doesn't well but. what i typically do is i use coconut core i yeah. use cocoa core yeah um i'll get a indoor grow medium i don't get like planting soil but i'll do like it's different there's like some different variations of it mm-hmm. so i have found one from Do- dollar general that i use but i've never gotten gnats from yeah so, yeah. you know, well, whatever. It is what it is. Pretty much. Um, thanks for listening to us today, guys. And if I've been dramatic and I turn out and win, woohoo. If I've been dramatic. I have been dramatic. I was just super emotional. Like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. You're like, ah, why? I just feel like a failure. I feel like a failure. Well, somebody has to lose. Someone you know? has to lose. Yeah. Some, someone is going to lose. <laughs> and right now, that is me. <laughs> Well, you're not the only person on the ballot, though, right? There's other people. There's four of us. There's three slots, four people. Oh, shit. One person needs to lose. Oh, my God. That's weak sauce. That's what I'm saying. Do you see? (laughs) (laughs) 
that's what I thought it was like six people. No, bitch. There's four people, three positions. <laughs> Stupid. You voted. You saw. I wasn't paying attention. I only voted for you. I didn't oh, vote for anyone else. Good. <laughs> Fucking good. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. They can be on there, but I didn't bubble them in. Good. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for listening. If you aren't already, go ahead and subscribe. Um, we love that you're here with us. Leave a review that helps other people find us. Um, if you want to get to know us a little better, join us on Patreon, and we could be best friends. And I'll send you stuff. So, um, hey, I am Sunny Hepburn. And I'm Brandy Fleeks. And this was Book Book of of Lies. The podcast. It's both bitches. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.